Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. The Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour, the only show on the internet that has its own teppanyaki chef. I don't know, guys. I, I ran into that one blind. Here we are. I'm Sebastian. This needs to be a thing that happens now. What? We, just We need a chef. Oh, we need man, a teppanyaki chef. I would fucking love that. I would so... It'd be noisy, though. They, you know, they always do that thing where they bang the yeah, knives yeah, against tick, the tick, thing. Tick, yeah. tick. <laughs> the background. It's like a little construction set. Be great. We'd yeah. have egg and onion all over our faces. Yeah, yeah. Like my mouth. tossing it at us. <laughs> I don't know why I keep missing. <laughs> I'm Andy Schossler. Hello. Hello. I'm the dog you forgot about after Christmas, and I'm Alex. Okay, who ever who has ever done that? Shit people. That's true. And we're and, oh, and? we're joined oh, today. <laughs> <laughs> seamless, oh, yeah. seamless chemistry going on here. Oh yeah, it's it's uh, smooth sailing. Just like that ship. You forgot about after Christmas. <laughs> um yeah. Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Here popping my podcast, Jerry. I'm Alex. Hey, nice. Now, for those at home, this is going to be very confusing. That's two Alexes. That's so many Alexes. So I worked at an easy system. Now, Alex, the guest, is to my left. So for convenience sake, he'll be Alex 1. And the other Alex who's here as a regular host will be Alex 2. I think that's just fair enough and easy for everyone. Makes sense? Yeah, that's fair. You're just going clockwise. fair. Sure. No, it's fine. The original <laughs> about, Alex should about, be Alex 1. But you're also taller and in a clockwise position okay. from me. So it, it, it only makes sense. <laughs> All right. we, we could distinguish further. <laughs> Alex one is, is guest and Alex a is our regular Alex, Alex prime. Are you going for like that diagonal yeah. billing thing they use when they can't agree who the star of a movie is? Yeah. My name's on top, but yours is to the left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. And in parentheses. <laughs> or with. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> what is that with? You've got starring, blah, 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 blah. And then with, it'll be some huge star who didn't get top billing, but needs to be distinguished from the rest of the cast in some way. I I think you nailed it. (laughs) They didn't get top billing, but they're in the film. (laughs) I could be running my own movie, but here I am slumming it as a background character in your movie. I think that's kind of just like, you're paying your little curious. Okay. All right. So if you've never joined us for the Variety Hour, hello. Um, We're going to review a bunch of different things each that we've just seen, consumed, done, want to do, whatever. Or over the considered. Past, or considered consuming. Mm. Mm. Like that delicious dish the teppanyaki chef is silently mm. working away on right now. Yes. Or um, it's quietly seething while they, <laughs> while they read about the news and various announcements that people make. And then it boils and festers inside until it comes out in a glorious spewing of hatred and vitriol and Ooh. other things that... I'm lost. <laughs> okay. So 
Alex, what are you? Sorry, sorry, Alex. Two. What are you bringing to the table today? Um, probably the Nazi regime and why it was <laughs> determined to fall. Are we actually? No, oh, no, no. I, like, <laughs> I am down for some history. If you got it, not actually. Okay. Um, I I was thinking of something and now I've forgotten about it. I'm going to talk about a place in Brisbane called Viscosity. Oh, you jerk. Huh. That was meant to be mine. I forgot about that. Good. Ha. Huh. No, that's my because I've forgotten prep something different. Yep. Andrew, what are you doing? I want to talk about Disney and how ridiculous they are with remaking classics. And I read <laughs> just this morning that there has been an Indiana Jones 5 announced. Oh, that's for topical release, for us. For release in 2021. I'm pretty sure I brought that up in the podcast a couple of weeks ago. But Probably, but I don't really pay attention to you anyway. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> now, Alex Prime, do you know what you're bringing to the table yet? Are we still, sort of like free flow and find out what it is? Yeah, no, I'm just here to riff off everyone else. Ooh, riffing. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I'm going to write that down. It's definitely going into the title, so we're committed to this. <laughs> um, and Alex was here also. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were actually approached by an independent filmmaker called Ian David Diaz. Um, who's put together a small web series on YouTube called Rebecca Gold about uh, a spy. Um, he requested if we could have a look at it and give some thoughts on it. So I've gone ahead and watched that. It was only about 30 minutes worth all up because small little web series. So that's what I'll be talking about. But first, Alex went to a bar and this is very exciting. I did go to a bar. And? It, sounds, it, sounds it like was very exciting. exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds, with a name like Viscosity, it sounds like one of those pretentious things like where they, uh, where they serve you know, alcohol and a vapor or something. Oh, you know what? You're actually not that far off. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> so um, we, uh, Seb and I went there with our friend who uh, came down to have another baby. Well, he's not. His wife is. Just to clear that up for <laughs> for everyone. They live in like rural Queensland and they wanted to have the baby in a hospital, not in a shed. So they've committed <laughs> to coming to Brisbane, which is yeah. by far a weird choice. And here they are. <laughs> Yeah, so um, we were catching up with him um, and we decided to go to this place called Viscosity. So um, I'm pretty sure Sebastian got some photos that he can upload at some stage. I was going to upload them for my variety hour topic, but unfortunately, (laughs) Alex, yeah, I got some. Yeah, good. Um, So there's a bunch of shots um, that costed between, I want to say, like 10 and Twenty-five dollars. Yeah, um, you can buy, but, a but also co- also cocktails for about the same amount. Yes, as well. okay, cocktails yeah, as well. Right. But so Sebastian got uh, a shot that was called um, what was it? The missing number. The missing number. It was a playoff. Po- it's a thing from the Pokemon games back okay. in the day. It looked like a Pokeball with a little like. Okay, so it was a test tube, but then ends like one of the ones that ends like a sphere at the bottom of it, and it was layered white, a black line, and then red, so it looked like a pokeball in a tube. Yeah, yeah. And how did it taste? Listen, I don't like shots, and it was a shot. So, but I I bet for a shot, it tasted fine. (laughs) What what was the flavor? (laughs) The bottom was coconut, and the top was strawberry, and the black was I'm going to say licorice death because I don't know what it was, but it tasted like a shot. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, and. Apart from that, like the the way they serve them, there's um, little lights that light up underneath where they place the glasses. Um, oh, they don't make you drink them in order, do they? No, 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 no. no, no. Okay. Like, yeah, you you can pick them up and take right. them back to your seat or whatever. Which, by the way, Mario Kart was Our like, seat. In, embedded in a table that we got to play. Oh, um, awesome! So yeah, that was that was pretty fun. Um, I had a drink called I think it was like Blue Blizzard or something. Something like that. Yeah. Um, which had like little frozen white bits of alcohol floating in a blue 
alcoholic Ooh. cocktail thing. It was delicious. Oh yeah, they, they poured a really bit of nice. um, oh, liquid nitrogen in the top of mine as well. So it was like smoking and stuff too. Oh, yeah, um, it's terrific. It's pretty much an alcohol bar. If you just imagine okay. an alcoholic yeah, okay. version of an alcohol bar, that's what you get. It was just a shit. They had like what, like thirty different kinds of shots that yeah. all looked ridiculously different to one another. Yeah, like um, there was n- Nutella one. Mm. There was um. Some, they, they, they add things to the drinks that have like these little, like, you know, like the pearls you get from like yes. Japanese tea places and yeah. all that. Um, they had like stuff like that in some of their drinks, but because of how they'd mix some of them, they'd be like little chemical reactions that would cause these balls just to literally bounce around the drink at all times. So a lot of these drinks weren't static. Like they right. would just like, while you're sitting there, just be shit going on with them because yeah. of- okay. They'd, like I said, they'd add liquid nitrogen to some of them just to gas them up. They'd add a bit of, you know, a bit of extra fizz when needed, you know? But yeah, it was pretty interesting. It was Places places cool. like that often suffer from, you know, being too popular. You know, everybody wants to go and experience it and they end up being loud and crowded and awful. Did you have time to enjoy the spectacle and, and, and enjoy the drinks or was it- When we got there, there was- th- the, the three of us walked in and we were the only three there. Oh, but terrific. By, by the was, time we left, it was, it, getting, it was busier. getting Yeah, pretty busy. We only spent like an hour. A yeah. good time yeah. to leave. Well, we yeah. got there at like 6, <laughs> 6 p.m. on a Friday. Like it was just after the work day had finished. People weren't yet out proper drinking, yeah. yet alone at the fucking, you know, <laughs> fancy alchemy bar yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> but well, I, I wouldn't expect a lot of people to start their night there. That's a, okay, okay. But it was very fun. Um, and being able to oh, also they had a bunch of alcoholic ice creams, which Whoops. Sebastian <laughs> he ordered one. Thinking, I thought it was a slushy. Yeah, uh-huh. and then when it got to me and he gave me just a spoon, I was like, idiot, grab my own straw. <laughs> I was the idiot <laughs> twice for not reading what I ordered and then thinking I was smart on the bartender because he was like, yeah, look at look at the screen. There's um, alcoholic ice cream, and I was like, yeah, no, you ordered one. Is well, oh, didn't, no. no, I didn't. <laughs> I ordered the, the picture after that that also oh, shit. says ice, ice cream. cream. <laughs> My mum was like hubba bubble flavored. So it was like all different bubble gum flavored. Okay. It was quite like, they were all good. But once again, I hate the taste of most alcohol. So when I'm eating this ice cream, I'm like mm, ice cream, Ugh, vodka, like at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So it was, a, it was a test for me. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was a fun night and it was good fun. Yeah, and then after that, we ended up heading to like, I oh, was at Be Lucky and Sons, like the arcade bar that's in the area as well, where it's just like a time zone or- but it's a bar and- yeah. And a diner. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Just yeah. around the corner from where we're we recording, actually. We should have a podcast party where yes. we invite our our friends and uh, guest hosts along to uh, <laughs> yes, Be Lucky and something. <laughs> Thank you. The three uh, people <laughs> the three people who happen to be relatives of us <laughs> yeah. who also listen in Brisbane. <laughs> Can I ask you a question about your viscosity trip? Yes. How many drinks did you end up having? I only had two. I think I did three or maybe just two. I did the ice cream one. I did the Pokeball one. I think I did another shot too, didn't I? Uh, you may have. Who I knows? I don't remember. There was so many freaking, like they have like a, a lovely TV screen that shows you all the shots at all one time and there's so many. Yeah. I'll try to pull it up now to refresh my memory and I, also talk about them in and length. My second drink other than the uh, the Blue Blizzard or whatever that was, um, well, I copped out and I got a pina colada because mm, it just yeah. looked really delicious. Good choice. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get caught in the rain as well? Um, only a little, actually, only a little bit. Because <laughs> we went and got dinner, and then when we were walking back up to Be Lucky and Sons, it did start raining. So, there you go. I mean, I'm not into yoga, though. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing a fun game right now of old man on phone where I'm trying to find the videos I talk. This is a great time around. You don't have your glasses on, Seb. 
Yeah, it's true. I can share my own viscosity story while we wait. Please yes, do. do. So <clears throat> history channel or history time, viscosity wasn't always in Brisbane. It actually started at a small regional town called Stanthorpe. <gasps> oh. Yeah, which is about 45 minutes away where I'm from, Warwick. Right. Shout out to all our Warwick listeners. <laughs> nice. Uh, and it was the strangest thing when it opened up because it was the same premise, yeah. a bar that served How weird shots. Yeah, in this tiny regional town. I wouldn't have expected anything like Nobody that. Nobody saw it coming. Yeah. It was weird. I um, They did do all right there, but the problem was the novelty wore off pretty right, quickly. Yeah. All the locals went and tried it. We went and tried it and we're like, okay, that was cool. And that was it. Not paying $10 for another and drink so again. <laughs> they, they did shut down and I heard they shut down and then I heard they reopened back in the valley. So, How about that? Yeah. Right. It was the right idea, just the wrong place. But See, like I could – if they had like a good like – Marketing campaign for Stanthorpe, like come to uh. come to regional Queensland, try this weird come, shot place. Come drive you two know, hours yeah. into the mountains. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what Enjoy I mean. Enjoy a drink like, and then bugger off. Stanthorpe is known for its wine wine country, but yeah. I don't think that uh, really translates for uh, wine yeah, tourism to uh, weird fair. shots. But not hey, unless there was wine cocktails. Yeah, they exist mm. apart from sangria, which doesn't count. So having that's, a look, yeah, that's the only wine cocktail you would. Oh, spritzer! We really do a white wine. Oh, that's, spritzer, just, spritzer. that's just diluted wine, isn't it? Yes. Diluted fizzy wine. <laughs> but isn't that what a cocktail is? No, <laughs> just no, a diluted more alcoholic. A cocktail is a very <laughs> careful assembly of <laughs> of complementing flavors. I just have. I just got the biggest craving to have a um, Midori splice. <laughs> it's eleven o'clock in the morning. Midday. It's Excuse just midday. Me, it's just on midday. And I'll be back. <laughs> okay, just having a look at the, the menu now. So price-wise, it starts at $6 for the shots and at the most goes to 16 but they look oh, quite go. bigger. The $6 one is meant to be like a Slurpee shooter. Right. But then when you get to the ones that are 15 or $16, they're like – there's one that's like a, a row of test tubes that's all layered side by side. So you okay, get like yeah. five flavors at once kind of thing. And there's one that's a unicorn horn, but it's layered into every little bump on the horn is a different color all the way through. Oh, terrific. So they, they, it's not the best video because Drunk Seb took it. Um, and also lighting and I'm taking a video of a video oh, or yeah. TV. Like it's excuses, all, excuses. Uh, legitimately, <laughs> there is a Cadbury cream egg one for $7 though. And it's uh, official Cadbury. So there you go. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, it was um, I, I had fun. I would definitely go back. I've- um. Yeah, but definitely it's a it's a day after payday sort of venture, I think. Right. Yeah. A day after tax return time. Yeah, that's true as well. Mm-hmm. It yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've been playing D and D for years and it when going there and looking at it all I'm like, oh, it's like this is nice. Like, this, is, this is how I imagine half the crap that my dungeon master tries to describe this. Oh, sorry. My, uh, just a DM. Calling a dungeon master sounds weirdly sexual to me and I'm not okay with that. Yes, it uh, does. And that's exactly yeah, that. What about that's exactly the problem? And it, and it comes up. Dungeon it comes maestro. Up <laughs> dungeon maestro. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is the word dungeon. Actually, the word master doesn't help either. God, this is just a clusterfuck. Andrew, what are you doing? What are you doing, mate? I hate Disney. That's a fair call. I hate Disney. Okay, Alex, riffing. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're ruining their... Oh, look, okay. I know I know that I'm a grumpy old man when it comes to these things. I hate remakes. These things. Yep. Only these things. Everything Only else you're... <laughs> no, no, no. I'm always a grumpy old man. <laughs> I don't understand... Like, okay, I understand. It's, it's about money. But I don't get why, why people are on board with Disney remaking their own classics. Fair enough, you remake the movies that didn't 
do anything or don't really have have an audience. But you know, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Mulan, they're all popular. Lion King, they're all popular films that were a specific product at a specific time with you know that specific cast and talent associated with it. And now they're trying to recapture it, redo it, and it's not going to work. They're going to get a new generation because you know why. It, it, it's of course about money. It's well, not not just about money. It's about the the children growing up looking at the Lion King, going, "Oh, what all this other animation that I watch is really nice. Why am I watching this piece of shit?" But it's not. with that language because <laughs> kids are <laughs> shit these days. Kids these days. <laughs> I would um, say. Then shame Sorry. on them. Well, yeah, I'd say exactly. it's it's not coincidence that they're probably coming out at this time because I'd say it's been it's what, 30, 20, years, 30 yeah. years. So yeah. everybody who watched them when they were kids and has the mad nostalgia horn for them has probably got kids now as well. And it's like, hey, I loved The Lion King when I was a kid. Let's go see The Lion King. But do you yeah. want to see the remakes because you liked the original? Well, I don't because yeah. I'm intelligent. But <laughs> <laughs> if I could be devil's advocate. Maybe that's, maybe that's where we're going wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to be devil's advocate here. We review films, so obviously we're also on Disney's payroll. All hail Marvel, <laughs> fuck DC. Um, have you considered <laughs> Have you considered being nicer to our, our mouse overlord? <laughs> um, no, but I, I that's agree. true. Disney. Are the only company that make films now? Yeah, exactly. They own absolutely everything. They're they control all media. <laughs> you joke, but in ten years' time, we'll be like, so yeah. Now that Disney owns film, um, <laughs> did you ever see Disney owning Star Wars coming? Like, I don't know. I don't know if that was inevitable or not. They certainly were the only company that could afford to buy Star Wars. But when I uh, when I first heard that, that was that was a complete shock. I didn't see anyone making more Star Wars coming. Period. No, I thought no. prequels are done. And that's it. Lucas is going to retire. He's going to sit on it, collect all the all, yep. all the merchandise money, and that's it. You know, maybe, maybe we'll get more comics and, and things like that. Unfortunately, modern day cynical Sebastian now is like, of course <laughs> they were going to do that, you freaking idiot. Like, yeah. But like young, hopeful Sebastian was like, it's done. We've lived through Star Wars, yeah. isn't it? We can all rest. Yeah, was, I was always disappointed we never got the last three. We got one episodes one, two, three, four, five, six. So I right. was hanging out for seven, eight, nine. I and mean, how do you feel now? Well, a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Be monkey's careful what you wish for. <laughs> oh, I'll give you I'll give you nine movies. <laughs> yeah. Worded correctly next time, asshole. Oh, what are nine good movies? Oh, yeah. man. Is it is Define anybody good? Is anybody looking forward to Rise of Skywalker? Yes. You are? Like genuinely you want to see it and you're excited about it. Yeah, I want to know why she's running at TIE Fighter. Uh, you're not going to yeah. run it. You may as well run into it, right? <laughs> no, one in this, it. no one in this reality can go sideways, I should point out. Uh, <laughs> right. It's yes. like that final scene in Prometheus. Just yeah. just sidestep. You save yourself a whole heap, but just sidestep. Stop the panic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then you sort out your movie, own problems. Okay? <laughs> movie magic. If she went sideways, so would the thing. Like yeah. It would have fell, fallen on her and other things. <laughs> so. But the Disney, the Disney hype train Disney. is alive and well. Mm. Every, they... Yeah. they Create all all this hype whenever something is announced. Choo choo, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> basically, yeah. Okay. yeah. But I, I I haven't seen the Aladdin remake either. But I've Me heard either. I've heard mixed results. Some people liked it. Some people didn't. Yeah. I mean, I think it all centers around Will Smith because people fall into two categories: they either love Will Smith or hate him. 
Nobody, I, I no, no, nobody has a mild. Who hates Will know, Smith? I will cage fight them. Yeah. I, I well, don't know how you. Move it's a bit too much. No, but I will we'll definitely put Nicholas Cage and Will Smith in a cage, and they will fuck yes. Or I'll sneak up on them when they're not looking with like a bottle yeah. or something. I'm not fighting anyone, <laughs> but I will definitely take them out sneakily. No, I know what you mean. How, how, could you, cop. <laughs> how could you hate Will Smith? He's, he's lovable in everything he does. Well, can I tell you how you could possibly hate Will Smith? Oh, okay. I hate him so much. By in not this, sharing in his <laughs> values and vision in life. <laughs> if you only watch that one, that, the YouTube Rewind video, and that's the only exposure to Will Smith you've ever had, yeah, you'll be like, hate Will Smith? <laughs> yeah. Why did you Who do this, this guy? <laughs> um, oh, I'm, to answer your question, no, I'm not excited for Star Wars. And honestly- I'm not the guy to ask anyway because I like two of the movies, right? <gasps> and the rest are all yeah. either okay or below okay. <laughs> That's my official rating. Phantom so Menace and uh, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> the only right. two good ones. <laughs> no, um, Empire and Solo. Right. That's. I mean, I really like Solo. Solo's too. good. Yeah, I really like Solo. As I, well. Oh, actually, no. The yeah. Force Awakens, I really enjoyed too. I think it's a much better version. I mean, okay, we all know it's it's a pseudo remake yeah. of yeah. A New Hope. I'm going to say a better remake of A New Hope because I think, think so? A New Hope is a boring movie, but that's, yeah. I'm not a Star Wars guy and that's it. What I am excited for is the fact that they've officially greenlit that Tarantino Star Trek movie. Oh, right. Why the fuck have we talked about that in the last three weeks? We should be. Yeah, Tarantino Star <laughs> Trek movie. Greenlit. It's oh, happening. Man. He's fucking writing it and directing it. How are we not talking about is it, What is that? Is it going to be a time travel thing with all the captains? <laughs> but they've all got machetes? I don't know, but I'm interested. And one of them's hiding yeah. in the floor so, of- uh, one of the spaceships for <laughs> I the entire movie until the end and then he comes out <laughs> and then he dies. He'll do it justice. Maybe. I, don't know. I will have to research this. I'll, 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 I'll actually do some research for, an, for another variety <laughs> out because I don't know enough about it apart from the fact that it, it's coming, which can is I, incredible. Can I clarify? It's a Star Trek movie being made by Quentin Tarantino. Yes. Quentin Tarantino's take on the Star Trek franchise. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's like a restart or whether it's a, t- a continuation of like the, the 29, so 2009 Kirk wants Tarantino, Tarantino's a nerd. He's going to yeah. go through the law, through mm. the through the all the Star Trek uh, culture, and he's going to put out a really solid product. And yeah. maybe, maybe, and 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 with a great story. Yeah, maybe they'll actually go on a trek <laughs> to some stars. I, I was just watching Community, <laughs> and there was this wonderful line when when Troy leaves. We talked to Lavar Burton. It's like, so why was it called Star Trek? You never went to a star. Not even once. <laughs> they went to stars all the time. No, they went to planets. They don't. They don't go to stars. You can't. No, they visit. Did. No, they were always visiting some sort of supernova or some sort of anomaly or whatever that was. You know, oh, the the star's brightness has increased by two percent over the last seven years. Isn't that weird? Let's go and but investigate. They onto it. <laughs> and is, that, I, is that what you were expecting from the title Star no, Trek? No, that's what Troy from <laughs> Community was expecting. I'm just saying that Trek is <laughs> going to be camping on the surface of the sun. It's a bit hot here today, isn't it? Roasting some marshmallows. <laughs> okay, so apparently there's been some confirmation that they are going for an R. I'm doing my, my research right now. They are looking at an R rating for this film. Good. So interesting for Star Trek once again, which is, yeah. it's. I would PG. never say it's a kidified product, but it's also never been- Overly em- you know, embellished into the into the no, violence. Some, of, like some that. of the episodes were dark, emotionally dark, not graphically so, dark. Not graphically mm, yeah. dark, but I mean, you get much more of effect if you're emotionally involved in it. You don't have to see somebody, you know, being ripped apart to to feel like you're being ripped apart inside. Don't you? No, yes. not if the story is good and Tarantino writes good stories. So say you. 
<laughs> so I'm going to just read a quote from Simon Pegg um, that he gave in 2018 um, during the premiere of Ready Player One. So there's also a story of Quentin Tarantino coming along and chatting with J.J. Abrams about an idea he had a long time ago. That idea um, is going into the writer's room to be looked at. I think it might take something um, like him to restart it. I don't know if that means everybody will be blowing each other's head off with phases and calling Klingons <laughs> motherfuckers, but who knows? It could be fun. <laughs> so, um, But still, once again, no confirmation of whether this is a continuation or brand new or a reboot. Like, could this be the next-gen yeah. characters? It could be the original characters. Uh, who, we don't know. It's just Quentin Tarantino's next film is an R-rated <laughs> Star Trek movie, and that's vague enough for me to be interested. Because <laughs> even, yeah. even his bad movies- which I'm going to say, um, what was that one that we watched? Brown? Oh, don't I don't her name. say Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. No, it's a terrible film. Because it's wonderful. But he didn't write that. He just directed it. I did not like that film, but it was fine. But everything else that he's had hands on, both writing and directing, pretty good movies. So yeah. shockingly, yeah. good director is good. So um, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm keen. And you know, Star Trek's always good. Even when it's bad, it's great because it's charmingly bad. Right? <laughs> Except for that last one with- um, Beyond. Yeah. It was, I liked it. It's too action movie-ish for me. Too many I, motorcycle was, stunts. It was better than Into Darkness. I love Into Darkness. But, really? Um, yeah. yeah big mark for that one. Sabotage. Great song. Stupid <laughs> ass scene around it, but I like I like Beastie Boys. Come on. They should have done, um, instead of Beastie Boys, it should have been Down With The Sickness. And like- Killing In The Name? Oh yeah. Ooh. Killing In The Name. Lots of fun beats to explode stuff to. Yes. Let's rehash popular things from the 90s. Well, that's what they that's did what, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just no, to- we need new content, new bands, new ideas. Stop re- reanimating the dead things from, from, from the past. I will say, if you throw that same scene into next gen and data, it would have just been like Beethoven as these things were exploding, <laughs> which also would have been yes. kind of nice in its own way. But I, I think the Beastie Boys is a better choice than that, but also a bad choice. <laughs> it's just layers yeah. of terrible ideas. Anyway. All right. Oh. I've satisfied my inner grump. Thank you. Perfect. Beck. <laughs> All right. What? That song by Beck. You know that. Which one though? Uh, loser, loser. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. One. Um, I'm like, the, I'm like you, the you, you know the one. Bro- <laughs> 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 oh my god, it right. Thank you very much. Yeah, and it took one line, Andrew. I don't know what you were humming just then. <laughs> and in fact, um, Beck did um a lot of the music for the Sex Bob Bombs in um Scott Pilgrim. Oh, nice. They wrote them all cool. for them, um, the which is why I know Beck. <laughs> yeah, and he was also in an episode of Futurama. Oh, there you go. As a head? No, no, no. As a oh, actually, was he a head? Yes, he was a head. He was because Bender got the washboard and yeah, you know, copied his his song style. Mm. All right, and then Beck was disappointed in Bender. Speaking of Beck, <laughs> good times. I can do it. An actual segue, guys. <laughs> oh, somebody say Beck again. Beck again. Speaking of Beck again, <laughs> I watched an independent um, film called Rebecca Gold. Uh, film's a strong word. It's not really a film. It's a web series. Um, it's about half an hour long. There's five episodes and it's about, um, was it Agent 9 or Number 9? She's a spy. Uh, it's set in England. I'm floundering all over the place right now, guys. Um, pretty much I watched the half hour version of it, which is like the supercut of these five episodes. Ooh. And so it's about a spy that's gone <gasps> by this organization and she's being like mentally conditioned to do certain things. And she's talking to her psychiatrist about a mission that went wrong. And effectively, it's about her breaking off from this organization that's brainwashed her effectively and going rogue. She has a full Ethan Hunt. I, Serenity. I thought more um, 
alien. Well, I mean, I'm going to say alias as in like the old, like JJ Abrams TV show, but you could easily throw in vibes from Jessica Jones, which I guess is a funny alias thing in itself, but it was really enjoyable. And for a YouTube series, it felt like a BBC straight to TV movie, like the actual quality. And I know BBC straight to TV movie sounds bad, but it was on YouTube. Yeah. So which was putting it so far ahead of all the things around it. And I just, I well, really think it's worth a worth, worth a watch. Sounds like a win. Yes. <laughs> we'll, put, we'll we'll send that to them yes. to put that on the poster. <laughs> Sounds like a win. Question. <laughs> um, it was meant to be more punchy. Like <laughs> sounds like a win. Yeah. Question mark. Exclamation mark. <laughs> second question mark. Ellipses. <laughs> um, no, I had a really really good time with it. Um, it's not gotten the love that it deserves. Honestly, I was going through it and Share it. for the I absolutely I'm going to. For the quality of it. And the acting was so there's a couple like one or two performances that I was like, oh, these aren't great. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna attack these young actors on their way out by naming them. But most of the performances were great. The production values were really solid. And the story was nice, easy, didn't overstep what it was doing, didn't get too complicated, which spy things can do. And it was half an hour, which ticks my box of it didn't go for two and a half hours. It was a very, very clear win for me. Um but yeah, I'll put, we'll put links up on our Facebook or if I remember in the description of this video, this um, show, which means I won't be on Facebook. <laughs> um, but yeah, it definitely deserves a lot more love than it's been receiving because, you know, it's the, I've seen people play Minecraft get 10 million views yeah. and you're looking at this and like, this is a well-produced bit of cinema. It just, yeah, give it a watch. Not even somebody walking randomly through a, through a game. It's just, it's been deliberately yeah. written and acted and produced. There's never been a better time to make good quality mm. content. It's so easy now with you know equipment that can equipment and software that can make something you record, you know, rival uh, something that Hollywood yeah. produced, you know, 30 40 years ago. And it's violent. I should say there's a lot of headshots. <laughs> Somebody gets stabbed in the side of the throat. It's ah. got a bit of blood for it. It's not like mm. you you will, uh, no one don't get you a gore hound. This is not for you though, but for what it is I was genuinely impressed. Yeah. We've been sent a lot of things by a lot of different filmmakers and you watch them based on where they are. Like I had this, that lovely one I did um, called Upstate Story, which is like an hour yes. and 10, hour and 20, whatever it was, film about this alcoholic trying to break the cycle and get a new job somewhere. And that film was so simple. It was all voiceover work. I think there was a couple of scenes where the actual actors were talking on screen, but it was just as guys in a monologue for an hour and a bit. You don't judge that against, you know, things like example with star wars you know <laughs> you, you time and place them and you look at what someone was going for and these people went for a spy action drama and they nailed it which is yeah. great because it's embarrassing if you aim for that and then you hit something a lot more simple yeah. so yeah all in all go watch it rebecca gold rebecca, rebecca gold. gold but yeah it gets, i'll throw links up and i i did ask when we were approached like hey can you look at this for us i was like do i watch episode one two three four five or do i watch the unabridged cut version and they just said some people prefer one way some people prefer the other way we don't have a preference for how you view it me i don't like constant ads on youtube yes i'm that guy so i watched the one video yep. but um you can tell where the cuts are so i don't feel like i've missed anything okay. but to be fair I'm, i haven't gone back and done the individual shots to to check it out but um yeah definitely worth a shot anyone else have anything they want to talk about or anything i do something yes. just popped into my head <coughs> oh perfect it's uh not much to do with movies, but it should, probably should be a movie. It's something I discovered uh, ooh, about a week and a half ago and it's consumed a lot of my time. It's a website called the SCP Foundation. Has anyone here I am 100% on board with you, yep. 
Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So isn't it? Don't they make canned fruit? S P C. S P C. Oh, this is much more terrifying. Well, they could have some S P C. But no. So I discovered it on YouTube. So S P C stands for Secure SCP, yeah, Secure yep. Contain Protect. It's a uh, a wiki site that's um, anyone can access, obviously, um, and it's done in the vein of this made-up foundation that uh, sole purpose is to secure, contain, and protect all anomalous objects in the world. Okay. So this is anything so like from- like Warehouse 43. Yeah, was it Warehouse 43 or Warehouse 13, the TV show? Oh, good question. But either way, that. that. Yeah, okay, yeah. kind yeah. of. Yeah. Kind of also in a bit like a Cabin in the Woods vibe as well mm, right. with the secret organisation in that, how they have all these monsters yeah. in file somewhere. Um, and, yeah, they contain anything. Because it's all fan generated, um, there's so much content on there and some of it's really, really good. Um, they have everything from uh, just a rock that makes you um, procrastinate, which, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious because – so it, it doesn't have its own designation yet because no one's been bothered to, to write it yet because they've just left it on their desk and the rock's function is to make you procrastinate. So they just uh, haven't got around to it yet. <laughs> That's great. From that, right up into uh, SCP-096, I think is, is one of the more popular ones, also known as Shy Guy, which is this entity that looks – it's humanoid in nature, um, very long arms, very sharp claws, and when you see its face – it loses its shit and mm-hmm. will come and destroy anything in its path and whoever saw its face. Are you familiar with the video game? I have seen clips of the video game, yeah. yes, and nightmares from the video game. Yeah. That's how that's how I came onto yeah. this. I watched Markiplier, the YouTube gamer, and yeah, he played this game and effectively your you work there as like a janitor in this facility and there's I think it's actually just called SCP containment breach. Yeah. I think it's the name of the game. And there's a breach and this one thing gets out and effectively starts releasing all the other monsters in it and you've just gotta get out with you know without getting killed. Right. Yeah. Huh. And you're you don't have like a gun or anything. It's just run and hide and yeah, it's a solid time. Yeah, Terrific no. idea. Yeah and it's it's yeah, one of those things good. you can dive in really, really deep if you want to or you can just scan the surface. I've sort of I've heard it for a while. Um and then for one reason or I'll actually started to get into it and it's been a few times there where I've just been like all right, I'll just read this one thing and, okay, that links to the, oh, I'll just follow this link. Okay, it's now two hours later. I've been reading the same website for the last <laughs> two hours. But um, no, it's really, really good. Some of the stuff, like I said, is very cleverly written. Um, when you they, said when you said there's a rock that makes you procrastinate, yep. I, I instantly got the thought in my head that somebody had just gone through like Terry Pratchett and D- Douglas Adams novels and just c- catalogued all the all, all the weird yeah, things that they have in there. There's a lot of stuff in that vein. There's there's every sort of it's mainly horror based. So there's okay. there's a lot of uh, there's some fantasy horror. There's some sort of Lovecraftian horror as well. Some sci-fi horror. Um, they do have short stories as well on the site um, that I haven't read too many of but they are quite good as well the ones i have read and yeah if you're into that kind of thing if you're just curious about horror or you like that kind of style it's good to check out um yeah i just like i'm not even that big of a horror fan i just like anything that has a really deep lore and a deep world that i can dive into and this is is definitely one of them so lord of the rings like lord of the rings star wars comic books anything like that that you can just dive head first into and yeah it's it's all free on the internet doesn't take any any time um, to find. Yeah, I think the game's free as well from memory. We used to have a free build. I'm not sure if it's still free. It might be on Steam now. Mm. But 
yeah, like in the game, the the first main protagonist, and sorry, antagonist is I forget his designation, but it's this it's a weird little statue. It looks it, yeah, and it's perfectly still when observed. When it's not observed, it breaks your neck. Like okay. it goes up behind you. So it's a weeping okay. angel from Doctor yes. Who, effectively. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And it's the main thing because in the game, they actually have a blinking mechanic. So you have a little counter that goes down and, and you can trigger the blink or it'll just happen when that counter goes down. So if it's Wonderful. around, you can't yeah. just stare at it because every time you blink, it's closer, 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 dead. And there's a couple of other really interesting ones like hidden throughout the area, but as they keep expanding, they, they changed the game onto like Unity Engine not too long ago. So they had to rebuild a lot of the assets and stuff too. But yeah, it's- sufficiently creepy but the lore is definitely the most mm. interesting part about it it's got this sort of like soviet secrecy kind of vibe to it as well um, is it actually set in russia i'm not sure it's it's global i think it's, yeah yeah because i know like when you go through how they they rank a lot of the um the, they, they rank each entity based like there's like a scale of one to three of how deadly or how right. benign it is effectively and the, just the phrasing used always I always think Russian for some reason, but that's just maybe me being very racist. Hey, probably. Um, <laughs> Russians are known for their secrecy. That's true. How? <laughs> How do we know that? Yeah. That's good. The fact that we don't know that means we know yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we finish up today? No, I think that I, I think we've covered it all. Yeah. yeah. That was definitely variety full. It's true. Like we got a we got a Wikipedia page, a video game, a indie film, a bar, and <laughs> Disney. I feel like we've discovered. Oh yes, people, stop hating on black actors being cast as previously white oh. animated characters. Yeah, yeah. that's stupid. Who we cares? Did, yeah, we, we discussed. <laughs> we did discuss this off mic, but if you're upset that Ariel's black because it's not realistic. She's a deep sea creature. She'd be translucent, if anything. You should be complaining about any pigmentation. We should be able to see her bones. Okay? So, a complete absence of race is what we need, really. Um, also, well, thank you, Alex Prime, for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you, um, Alex Two. I guess. Alex OG. For being here. Thank you. Um, socials. Yes. Oh, sorry. Thank we you, Andrew. Thank you for existing. That's right. You don't need to thank me. I'm just always here. Check us out on Instagram at Second Take Podcast. And if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. Or if you have Facebook, go to facebook.com slash Second Take. That's true. Uh, if you want to jump on our website to see our entire catalogue of just, I'm going to call it junk, but it's there. Uh, SecondTakePodcast.com. And if you'd like to send us an email... It's yeah, pretty much the same thing again, isn't it? Second take podcast at gmail.com. If there's any requests for reviews or you just want to argue the fact that Ariel would be um, translucent, fucking I will take you on. Email us. Uh, thanks once yeah. again for joining us, Alex Prime. No worries. And I'm going to hit the button that ends the show. So, what should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your Castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best, and Zainty Weber. Each week, we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week, we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know that's how reviews work. 
We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcatcher of your choice. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.